check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Transmitting high atop of Florida's Peninsula at 108 feet. This is Alpha Mike, and you are listening to episode 240, Firearm Suppressors. What's that? We will talk about the evil, sinister silencer that Joe Biden and the left has warned America about. How do you get in contact with us? Well, it's real easy. RadarCopNation.com is our official website where you can get more information about us. We're our podcast. You can be heard anywhere where you get your podcast and official announcements about upcoming shows and more information and news on the nation. As well, RaiderCop.com is our audio portion and you can hear every episode from number one to number 240 on RaiderCop.com. We're on social media, and uh, probably in the next couple of shows, I'm going to talk about uh, who made the list on social media and who didn't. But it's a work in progress. We're going to keep on rolling with what we have all the way towards the end of the year. But some uh, some of these social media sites are complete garbage. And uh, they're a waste of energy and time. But we'll get with that in later shows. Not you. You don't have to worry about that. We, You will not find us on Twitter. And you will not find us on LinkedIn. Two communist suppressed social media companies that we want nothing to do with. We have a lot of situations happening around the world, around the country. You know and I know that we live in unsafe times. And if you're carrying a concealed firearm because your state allows it, or your constitutional carry, that's only half of your protection. You train at the range, you dry fire at home, you practice, practice, practice. You train beyond training, but you're still missing a huge portion of your protection, and that is with the USCCA. The USCCA gives you an unimaginable amount of training resources at your fingertips on their app, as well as up-to-date laws in all 50 states in the United States if you plan on carrying a weapon and you got to be up up on your p's and q's that with that nowadays more than ever but one of the most important resources that the uscca have is legal protection you know and i know if you take out your weapon whether you shoot it or not the lawyers are coming for you and you're going to need that backing so we encourage it hold Heartily. Also, we want you to consider Tunnels for Towers. It's a small contribution of $11 a month to give to those 
families of first responders and military personnel that have given the ultimate their lives, their families now are left by themselves, and in certain situations, they may lose their home. Tunnels the Towers comes in, pays off that mortgage, and gives them a brand new focus on life. So we encourage you to be a part of Tunnels, Tunnel to Towers. We'll put that down on the bottom of the show notes. And you know and I know it's that segment that we hate to come, but today we don't only have three sad little stories about Uncle Joe in the White House. We also have a bonus for you. So today we're going to be featuring four. I know, I know. It's hard, but we'll make it up with the joke. You know how it works. So let's get the operated the 911 complaint operator and see if we can get our uh, bipolar uncle on the on the line here. Tasha called disturbance of the mental with her bipolar uncle, uh, bipolar. Our first story takes us to the squad, or better known as the progressive wing of the left wing, as they are very nervous eating their fingernails because the eviction ban will expire this weekend. And the pressure's on the White House, Uncle Joe, and the CDC to extend those uh, non-evictions forever and a day. That's right, folks. Hurting Americans that need to get some of their money because a lot of people haven't paid any rent in over a year, two years. Nope, not with the squad. They want this to go on and on and on forever. So, Saturday, it ran out, the bell rang, and the evictions will most likely start on Monday. But then again, Super Uncle Joe may come to the rescue sometime before Monday morning, would depend. So, who knows? Our second story takes us to Uncle Joe as he, yes, once again conveys a new working group for Cuba. This working group is going to, again, look at the same thing that he actually said the first time, but it's a new group, according to him on Saturday, that they're going to look on how we can get those remissions to Cuba without the military in Cuba getting any of the money. And I want to report back within 30 days, Uncle Joe said. I could have wasted, I could have saved Uncle Joe a lot of time by telling him Cuba is a communist country. And the only way those people in Cuba will receive the remissions from Americans in the United States is through the communist government itself. So... But never again, Joe is putting together that committee that has already been put together to do the same thing he said last time. They're going to do it again. Our third thought I forgot, didn't you? Our third story takes us to Uncle Joe that said he ran for president for three reasons, but only said two because he forgot the third one. That's right, you can't make it up. 
the story as it goes, Uncle Joe was commenting on how he has been, why he ran for president. And during this episode, he started talking about the reasons he went from number one to number two. And that was good enough. And he just kept on talking and he forgot about what originally what he was saying. But you can't make it up, folks, because he said he has three reasons why he ran for president. We're waiting for number three. We only heard two. And our bonus uh, news story for this week is none other than Uncle Joe. Pants are on fire again as Uncle Joe kind of dabbles in a little extra curricular activity with the tongue and recently came out to say that he used to drive an 18-wheeler truck. That's right. And the story goes as following, as follows. When the press kind of put the full port court press on the White House spokesman for evidence on what Uncle Joe said about him driving an 18-wheeler truck. They cited an article in 1973 from which the Wilmington Evening Journal that said Biden once rode in an 18-wheeler on a 536-mile ride to Ohio. When pressed, if they understood the difference between driving and riding, a vehicle, a spokesperson then cited a United Federations of Teachers post that mentioned Biden driving a school bus for the summer for summer jobs. School buses do not have 18 wheels. Folks, it is hazardous duty and they should be getting hazardous duty pay in the White House when you've got to fly cover and cover the bullshit that the President of the United States constantly and consistently drools out of his mouth. He used to drive an 18-wheeler, ask for evidence, and all you hear from the spokespeople of the White House... Now, you know, Joe Biden probably understands exactly what I said. Now, we know you're depressed. These four articles that we discussed are not easy to listen to. Basically sad to know that your country is being run by a complete buffoon. But we have a joke to cheer you up, and here we go. And this is a little take on immigration. Finland has just closed the border, which means no one can cross the finish line. Get mad at me. All right, no problem. Like, I'm not the one that has anything to do with the border. You want to get mad at me? That's, that's fine. Okay. What are you going to do? Today's episode, episode 240, we will discuss firearm suppression. What's that? We will dive in to this evil, sinister gadget that these Second Amendment users like to put on rifles and pistols. Democrats have warned us 
Hillary warned us. Joe warned us. Barry Obama warned us. They all warned us about the deadly evil silencer. It's been seen on many, many James Bond movies. And I don't know, but Americans continue to buy this thing. But there's certain conditions in order to have them. And they're mind-boggling why we have them. Of course, they'll never go away with Uncle Joe in the White House. But that's going to be our show today. As we wait for the clowns to set up on the bus, hopefully it's not from the United Federation's teachers and Joe Biden is driving it. Once they get ready, we will enter into episode 240, Firearm Suppression. What is... You heard it. That. Let's go. Episode 240, Firearm Suppressor, what's that? We will dive into this mechanism that Second Amendment holders have dear to their heart. The silencer slash suppressor. But we as Americans know today that the Democrats have told us over and over about the evils of this sinister device that we should stay clear from it because it's no good. It potentially may kill thousands, if not millions of people. Or like Uncle Bernie says, people are going to die. Today, we're going to explore what a silencer slash suppressor is. Let's go into the history of the suppressor. In 1902, the first successful commercially available suppressor was invented by Harim Percy Maxim. Maxim was an American inventor, graduated from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, and his son, Sir Harim Stevens Maxim, inventor of the first portable full automatic machine gun, the Maxim gun. The Maxim silencer, patented in 1909, was a tubular, a tubular device attached to the barrel of a firearm which reduces the noise and muzzle flash when fired. It was regularly advertised in sporting good catalogs where it was available for mail order. The maximum silencer was marketed to all sportsmen and intended to enhance the sporting experience by reducing the risk of hearing damage and noise pollution. At the same time, silencers and mufflers for internal combustion engines were being created using the same noise reduction techniques. Maxim took advantage of this 
and founded its own company, Maxim Silencers, Inc., in 1912. While Maximum Silencers began maximum success, his company still remains over 100 years later as a leader in exhaust, heat recovery, and emissions control silencers. Little did he know in 1902 when they started hammering that device together, that tube, and putting it together. The Democrats, almost 100 years later, would come apart at the, at the limbs, knowing that this evil, sinister device was being built and the harm that it could do to a gazillion people around the world because this tubular device could kill people. Now, mind you, the only thing it does is reduce the noise and the muzzle flash. It doesn't do anything else. But nevertheless, they told us that this was an evil. So they have to be right because the media told us so. The legal term is not suppressor, but silencer. Of course, you've seen silencers on James Bond's movie going back to the 60s. And it is a device that you could place on a pistol or a rifle. Of course, James Bond always sported a cool-looking pistol, one of those little 380s. And he would always put his little silencer on it when he went to go kill somebody. Then the movie suppression of the noise is a little different from the real-life one. But, you know, the new movies always get it right. You got to believe them because they're in the movies. So with this legal term, our friends on the left have told us that this device, the silencer, the silencer is and evil to America. The suppressor is, of course, it reduces the amount of noise and light or the flashbang as the bullet starts exiting the muzzle. It could be used for handguns which are pistols and, of course, rifles. It is especially, has a special emphasis on rifles because rifles make a loud big bang bang. And if you're using supersonic rounds, a bang bang's a little bit louder. So to protect your ears, these silencer tube devices were made because why should you lose your hearing? All you have to do is listen to hours and hours of C-SPAN with Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, that'll make you lose your hearing. You don't need to use an AR-15 all day. Oh, excuse me, Joe, AR-14 all day. Maintenance is very important. If you have one of these suppressors or thinking about getting one, you got to make sure that you keep it clean. You see, the round travels through that tubular device quite fast, leaving a trail of residue behind. That residue is 
can cause somewhat of a blockage and dirty weapon. It can also affect your accuracy. So you definitely want to make sure that maintenance is a top priority. Just don't fashion a suppressor on your, let's say, rifle or your semi-automatic, and it looks cool as hell, but you're going to have to clean it because it's one of those devices that have pretty much uh, sometimes heavy maintenance, as well as those bad boys really get hot. It's been noted on several rifles, for example, every time you press the trigger and another round goes through the suppressor, it could heat up up to 70, up to seven more degrees. That's seven, that's 77 more degrees hotter. So imagine using 30 rounds. You know what Uncle Joe says about 30 rounds. This is ridiculous. 30 rounds. So we do our quick math and we take out our calculators, boys and girls, before Joe does, and we add up uh, seven minutes and 30 rounds. That's going to give us a ton, a ton of heat going through that weapon. 210 degrees. So this is definitely something that you don't want to place your hands on the tubular device known as the silencer, a.k.a. suppressor, during the activation of it being shot or shortly after because you might get boo-boo on the hand if it's almost at 200 degrees. That's pretty hot. It has a condition to use. Now, before you run to the gun store or the gun shops or the illegal gun shows all around the country that don't check anybody and they give people guns just for, well, let's just say they look okay to give it to them. You want to invest $200 on a little piece of paper. You won't have to put your picture on it. In fact, you won't have to do much of anything. This little piece of paper would just say, silencer. Remember, that's the legal term. Give a description of the company, serial number, model, and it will say, tax stamp, United States of America, $200. That's right. It will cost you $200 to support this wonderful tubular device on your weapons. Now, you might want to think about this. I can put all kinds of things on my firearms. I can put new triggers on it. I can put optics on it. I can put different slides, better barrels. And none of that requires a tax stamp. And they're devices. But you see, the silencer is special. The suppressor is unique. 
We've been told by the left, this is evil. So, of course, the Second Amendment says that there, be, there shall be no law to abridge. So they didn't, they didn't create any law. They just created a tax. You know, like the British did with the tea thing. And now you and I have to pay $200 to get this James Bond device on our firearm. Because if you didn't pay it, like Bernie says, people are going to die. And we can't have that in America. The silencer is one of those devices in the firearm industry for novices that has been so misconstrued and people just don't understand. You need the thing called a treaded barrel. You know, so you could screw on the suppressor, the silencer. It just doesn't fit in a tube there. You've got to screw it on. So, and of course, it has to be on there. Perfect. Pistol Pete, the gunsmith type perfect. Perfect. And it will help you with noise reduction. Doesn't eliminate the noise. There is no movie set. No, folks. It reduces it. Like a muffler in a car. You still hear the noise, but it reduces the noise. Get it? It also reduces that flashbang, pow pow, as the bullet starts going out through the muzzle. It's supposed to reduce that as well. It is something that Beto O'Rourke has sworn to us that he would go around collecting our guns and our silencers around America. Boy, has he got a lot of picking up to do. Now, why in the world a suppressor or a silencer has the tax for $200? I don't know. It's mind-boggling. I believe that civilizations hundreds of years from now will study us and say, why did they charge them a special tax for this tube device? can't hurt anybody. It has to go connected to the firearm. And it will be left as a mystery for historians around the world in decades and decades and decades. They will live with that mystery trying to figure out the mind-boggling intelligence of the Democrats in office during our lifetime. You can't make this stuff up, folks. Up next, another firearm. And we're going to talk about Old Faithful. Everybody likes carry, concealed carry, pistols. Concealed pistols are smaller than full carry pistols. They course, the smaller they are, the less accurate they are. Pistols also, although they're very, very good, have the potential of a limp wrist or your little light in the loafers on how you're holding that pistol. 
your weapon may never go off and that round may jam in the weapon. As a result, on our next episode, episode 241, we'll talk about the Taurus 856, all reliable, but this one is light, doesn't weigh anything. I remember a year, a year and a half ago, they were giving this stuff away for less than $200. Now, of course, it's gone up like everything else, just like gas, just like your taxes and my taxes, and gun prices, and bullet prices. So goes old reliable then. We'll discuss that on August 4th, episode 241. We're going to close now with the word of the week. And we're going to turn to Galatians chapter 6, verse 10. And it says, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially those who are of the house of faith. As always, it is my honor and pleasure to be your host on Radio Cop Podcast. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, your community, the law enforcement agencies that serve you. And most importantly, continue continue to pray for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and you hear the sirens, so we've got to hit the road.